What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another movie review. I'm Chase Lee, reviewing for DallasMovieScreenings.com, and the movie I want to take a look at right now is Relic. Now, this one comes from IFC Midnight. It is co-written and directed by Natalie Erica James, and this one tells the story of a daughter, mother, and grandmother that are haunted by a manifestation of dementia that consumes their family home. Pretty straightforward, but that is your plot for the hour and 29-minute runtime. So going into this film, I remember I saw a trailer for it and I thought it looked pretty interesting. I love horror films that kind of are reminiscent of other horror films of like like The Babadook and Hereditary, which this film is being compared to those two. And the pull quote on the poster even has those two mentioned. But I like those films because it really kind of puts, you know, human emotion and human issues, you know, stuff that people can go through on a daily basis and really put it in the forefront and really kind of pushing grief, you know, tragedy and loss and just the emotional weight that um, people have on their shoulders and the horror elements are in the background. And that's what kind of fuels uh, everything and makes everything even more terrifying. So Relic kind of was reminiscent of uh, Hereditary and Babadook on, from that standpoint. But this film is doing really well. Um, you know, last week it premiered in uh, uh some drive-ins and I've been hearing great things about that. Kind of like what the wretched did also from, uh, IFC midnight. So, uh, yeah, I, I, w- I was curious and it drops on VOD, um, this Friday, July 10th. So is it worth, <clears throat> excuse me, is it worth your time? That is the question that you're asking me. If you like films like hereditary and the Babadook, I think you'll actually really enjoy this. It's a slow burn. It really has, uh, the emotional bed frame to the story. And it's really more about, how these three women are going to either cope with or about to cope with uh, dementia in their family line. So, you know, if that's something that interests you, give it a shot. If you don't like those films, this probably isn't for you. And then also, if you have someone in your family that has dementia or you know someone that has dementia, I I can understand if this is a hard watch uh, to, you know, watch and, um, you know, I wouldn't blame you if you didn't really want to tackle that subject. It really is um, one of those things that is very horrific on people that get it. So I totally get from all standpoints, if, whether you want to watch it or not. But I like those films, and I recommend this one in the highest regard, especially as a horror film fan. So to kind of go down the list a little bit, because I do think there is an MVP to this entire film. Uh, I'm going to start with the performances. I think Emily Mortimer is uh, really great. She's always really great. She's very charming um, in any role she takes. Um, and then when she does stuff like this, you're just like, okay, yeah. Yeah, she's she's a great actress. She always has been. Um, but she's really commanding on screen. Just a, a, you know, a daughter that is really kind of concerned with her mother, really wants to put her in a home. And she's just trying to figure out what's going on. And she's also having these visions or nightmares, dreams, whatever you want to call them, um, of her kind of approaching her mom inside of a cabin. And that tells me right there that maybe dementia is kind of just warning her that it will come for her as well because there is just, there's just no escaping it. It's in the family line. So she's starting to have these visions of like her mother, like decaying in the bed and like, it's really freaking her out. And so I think she understands that she can't escape it, but maybe she can help her mother in the process while she's going through it. Um, but yeah, I just thought Emily Mortimer was a great, um, a great pick for the the mother. 
uh, role in this film. The daughter, Bella Heathcote, she's also really great. She's kind of like the third party witness where she's just kind of observing everything. Like she, she knows what dementia is and like she knows that her grandmother may have it, but like she doesn't understand like the, the, the weight of what this uh, disease can have. And so when she gets through the third act of the film and the house really starts to play with her, uh, she starts to understand that, you know, there's no escaping for her too. The walls are closing in literally and figuratively and she cannot run away from it. And I think she's, she's growing up in the moment and like, she's growing up super fast and really kind of, uh, understanding that, um, this is something that, uh, is in her family line. So she's more of, like I said, a, a, a observer to this entire situation, um, and kind of like, um, the audience's eyes, but also really kind of coming, uh, to fruition towards the end, end of the film, realizing what is about to come. And of course the grandmother, Robin Nevin, great stuff, um, you know, very early on in the film, we can definitely see that uh, dementia is this entity that haunts her and is always just lurking around the corner. It's like this shadowy figure. We never see its face, but she's always paranoid that it's around the corner. It's always coming after her. There's some times where she can shake it and she it doesn't um, affect her. And then there's some times where it latches onto her and really kind of makes her feel like a prison inside of her own home and inside of her own brain. And so... She does a really great job just conveying that kind of fear and that terror in her eyes. And then when it possesses her, she's like full on, you know, um, forgetting sometimes their names, you know, forgetting where she's at, uh, really kind of uh, just being confused about what's going on. And it's just really causing her to lash out. And so that's uh, that's really hard to do, uh, especially when you... <laughs> You're being chased by an invisible thing in the film. Uh, you really have to sell that uh, in your facial expressions, your body movements, just everything. I thought Robin Nevin did a great job with that. Second thing I really want to point out about this film was the set design, the art direction, the production design. This house, the cabin that they shot at, it's just all of it was so eerie and disturbing. And it really kind of reminded you like of like your grandmother's house or your, your grandfather's house. And the fact that they use a lot of it to have the walls kind of decay and turn black or, you know, kind of move in on certain people, really kind of feel closed in, feel claustrophobic, but also um, a relic of the time, if you will, uh, given the fact that the grandmother is uh, was born in a different generation. She's got a different taste. So it, it has like that kind of, you know, grandmotherly feel, but it's also terrifying because it's kind of just breaking down uh, in front of them. And it's just, uh, it's like I said, it's a really great kind of haunted house movie. And I think the production design really reflects that. So it's a haunted house movie for sure in terms of the entertainment level. But um, what I really like about it, and my last point in this review, is Natalie Erica Janes. I think she's the MVP of this entire film. Um, so yes, it is. it does play out like a haunted house film, so that is very entertaining in that regard. A lot of creepy imagery, a lot of great cinematography to really provide this like um, disturbing, hair-raising atmosphere that's really well handled. But like I said, the MVP is the director and co-writer um, because she, she provides like this emotional front to it that's really powerful, especially when you get to the third act and it's really kind of, Stuff is getting real. Um, 
and some of the uh, shot, last shots of the film are really just striking, and they really leave an impression on you, and really kind of get um, what she's uh, um, what she's trying to tell us, which is dementia is a thing that we can fight. It's a thing that we can try to comfort ones that have it in our lives, but in reality, it's hard to get rid of, and it will come for you. And it's just something that you have to brace for, you have to prepare for. And if it's in a family line, then it could come for you type of deal. And it's just, it's really heartbreaking. I think that's the the overall kind of emotional umbrella I would put on this film is that it's heartbreaking. And Natalie uh, knows that. The one thing I appreciate about her, she doesn't take dementia and like makes it into a horror film. It's just entertaining and fun. And it's just, uh, you know, something that uh, could be made fun of. No, she handles it with grace, and it's the type of thing that you need to handle with balance and respect, because dementia is a real thing that affects a lot of people, it kills a lot of people, and you know you need to approach that in that way. Uh, she uses it as kind of like a haunted house structure, but it's more about what this family is going through, what the grandmother has, what the daughter is going to have, and what the granddaughter... Uh, and what the yeah, what, and what the granddaughter is kind of seeing what could happen to her, and so that is what the approach was, and I thought that was really effective. But yeah, I, I honestly think that the the script is really well handled. It's really well balanced in terms of the horror and the drama, and just how it makes you feel emotionally and scaring the crap out of you with some really uh, genuine jump scares that are um, uh, actually justified, and they're jump scary, but. Um, yeah, I, I thought just the, the balance of tone, the approach that she had to making the film, making it feel claustrophobic and really just unsettling with its imagery, but also really powerful with, um, you know, just how it's there, how it's not going to go away and how you can try your best, but in the end, all you can do is just be there for your loved ones and hope that you can comfort them while they have it, even though it's a horrific thing that people go through. Yeah. I just, I, there's really nothing more I can say about it in a positive light. It's just, it's really just one of those films that the more I think about it, the more it leaves an impression on me and the more I kind of love it. So, uh, director, uh, Natalie, Erica James, listen, I don't know if, if you're watching this review, I, I doubt it, but I don't know if you've gone through, uh, someone in your family that has dementia or you know someone that has dementia because I'm assuming that's what kind of fueled you to write and direct this film. I just want to say I'm sorry to hear that and uh, I hope that you know everything you know uh, can be as good as it can be. And so that's why I assume that she she might know someone that has it but just because this is a really kind of tough subject to do and people just don't do this out of thin air. So this had to come from somewhere uh, deep in. And uh, I wish her all the best uh, in that regard. So, yeah, guys, I, I don't know. What, I don't know what else to say. Relic is a great one. I'm gonna give it an A. Um, if, like I said, if you like films like Hereditary and The Babadook that really kind of put the um, emotional stuff that people can go through in the forefront, treat it more as like a drama, and the horror stuff is like kind of in the background, but kind of props it up and makes it more terrifying with the emotional stuff. Then this movie's for you. If you don't like those films. And probably stay away from this one. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to give Relic an A. Let me know down below 
uh, what you thought of this film, uh, whether you loved it, you hated it, and who knows, maybe I'm just overblowing it. And maybe people watching like, this this wasn't an A. Dude, calm down. And like, you know, you, you do your comments down below. I'm, I'm totally open to that. Even though I don't respond to everything, I read them all. So let me know down below what you thought of Relic. So that will do it for this review, guys. I'm Chase Lee. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel uh, and you get up to dates on whenever I review anything. But if you don't like my ugly mug, then you can um, get this in podcast form. I do record these in audio form as well. And it's uh, the Real Me in Colon the Movie Podcast podcast feed. You can subscribe to that on Anchor or Spotify. Uh, I think it's on Apple, CastBox. It's a, on a bunch of different places. But if you're more of a podcast person, please subscribe to that feed. But yeah, uh, let me know down below what you thought of Relic. But that will do it for this review, guys. Uh, for DallasMovieScreenings.com, I am Chase. And uh, tune in next time for whatever I review next. I will see you guys later.